0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean,
1: the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni, which is short for Anonymous, over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I find out what works in my home and what doesn't work, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually do work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me. This is podcast number 75. That's just kind of a cool number. Anyway, podcast number 75. And, um, I am talking about abnormal schedules today. Um, I have asked for questions from you and this question's from Jessica. And it's honestly a question that I have gotten a lot over the years. It's gotten a word because I don't know why it sounds really I have received a many times over the years. How's that? Okay. So, uh, I have received this question many times. And, um, so I, I I think it's a valid question because, um, random schedules, awkward schedules, changing schedules, um, you know, people who work shift work and, you know, or people who work in situations where they get a new schedule every week. Um, it's just difficult. It just really is. Um, so I'm going to talk about that. But before I do, don't forget that, um, if you'd like to be a patron of the show, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash a slob comes, a slob comes clean, or, uh, just go to the podcast page at a slob comes clean, which is a slob comes slash podcasts with an S. And there's a link there, um, to find out how to be a patron and, um, on the 12th, uh, yes, November 12th, which is Thursday of this week, um, which I'm probably putting this out on Wednesday. Um, you, if you are on the three or $5 level, you can, um, join in our hangout that we'll have on Thursday night. So thank you for joining me today though. Um, okay. So random schedules, things changing. I get this question actually a lot. Um, It's funny because I get a question and then I also get an answer, which is kind of interesting to me. Um, but I will get the question and usually it's somebody who's just landed on, um, my site and starts to see, you know, the different strategies that I have. Um, and usually it's, it's somebody feeling very hopeless. Um, which I totally get. I mean, that was me. I was the person who, would start out method after method with all this, these huge amounts of hope. And every time I failed the next time it was harder to get started. And the more skepticism I had, basically, I mean, I, I felt extremely skeptical about anybody who told me that um, there was hope for my home, basically that, you know, anybody who said that, they had a way to solve my problems. I was like, mm-hmm, you don't know my problems. Um, anyway, so it, it really is a, it's, it's a real issue. And basically it comes from a place of having tried and failed before. Um, so, um, with this idea here, here's the, here's the question Jessica sent in. Um, I listen. um, let's see. Oh, she says she loves my podcast. Thank you. Um, I love my podcast listeners. (laughs) Anyway, um, I struggle with keeping up the motivation when I come home from work. Um, I lack routine because I work at a grocery store. My schedule's hectic. I don't have a set work schedule. I usually have one to two days off a week, random days. Some days I work 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. The next day it can be 1 p.m. to 8 p.m., random throw in dropping and picking up kids from school and daycare errands. I'm sure you have tons of readers who struggle with this as well. Maybe you know some secrets that can help us out with this problem. Okay. So this is the same, you know, I mean, I, yes, I've, I've received this question many times, but I also want to tell you about a, um, thank you emails that I've received. Um, and I find it very interesting because I have received emails from, um, homeschool moms who will say, thank you so much for, you know, 28 days to hope for your home. I relate to you because I'm a homeschool mom. Well, I'm not a homeschool mom. Um, I'm, my kids are in public school. I work full time on the blog and the podcasts and the writing and all that kind of stuff at home. Um, I have received emails from people saying, thank you so much. I, for, you know, 28 days to hope for your home, because, um, I, I relate to you more than I relate to other people because I work full time outside the home. Okay. You know, I don't work outside the home. I work inside the home, you know, so, and then I, I receive emails from, you know, people who are young moms and say, thank you so much for 20 days. Hope for your home. I'm a brand new mom. And, you know, getting this stay at home mom thing down has been difficult or, and then I receive emails from retired people who say, thank you so much, you know, so I'm not, okay, fine. I'm bragging a little bit, but that's not the point. My point is what I find so fascinating is that people will actually say, I relate to you because of this situation that I'm in in life. Even though that is not the situation from which I wrote 20, 28 Days to Hope for Your Home, it's not the situation I was in as I started this deslobification process myself. When I started my deslobification process, deslobification, um, can you pronounce a word? Can you mispronounce a word that isn't even a real word? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, when I started my deslobification process, my daughter was three. Uh, my two older kids were in school full time. Um, my, it was actually the day that my second child, uh, my middle son went to kindergarten. That was when I started the blog when I only had one child at home. So, um, that's very different from your, homeschooling mom who's dealing with the unique challenges of, um, you know, having schooling older kids and, you know, having toddlers in the house, you know, it's just, that's different. Um, I But I was a full-time stay-at-home mom. You know, I didn't start trying to turn the blog itself into a business until my daughter went to school for kindergarten. So for two years, that was what I did. I was a stay-at-home mom and I just wrote on the blog during nap time and that was it. Um, So, um, you know, that, w- that was me. But I, I think the reason that it works for different people in totally different situations is that I have had to boil things down to the absolute basics. Because I was focusing on projects versus daily stuff, which doesn't work. I was focusing on the big overwhelming stuff and ignoring the little daily things that just have to be done, period, no matter what. And so I think, you know, I'm Carrie Isaac, who I think she still blogs. I'm not actually sure. I know she had kind of, um, changed some things that she did, but she, uh, did, uh, Springs bargains, which was Colorado Springs. Um, and I haven't seen her in a while in my blogging circles. But um anyway, Carrie is very organized. And she when I wrote 28 Days to Hope for Your Home, um, she emailed me and said thank you, because I think she had just had maybe her fourth or fifth child, and she said thank you because even though I've always been organized, this just kind of made me go, Okay, okay, okay. But if the only things I can do are just the absolute basics, then these are the absolute basics that I need to do. It just kind of gave her this starting point. And so my point is those are the absolute basics that have to be done. Whether you stay home full time, whether you work outside the home full time, whether you have a regular nine to five or eight to five, I mean, who really has nine to five, everybody's eight to five. Anyway, or if you have an eight to five job, Monday through Friday, or if you have shift work, or you know, whatever it is, these are the things that have to be done every day for a home to stay out of chaos for a home to not go into disaster status. This is just the fact it has to be done. And so getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days to say the least having a focused, A slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects, so many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a BetterHelp therapist, can really help. This time of year, is always busy. But with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat. And you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's a u r a frames.com use code clean at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. You know, I was speaking at a group uh, about a week or so ago. And uh, one of the questions I got at the end was, um, what, what about, okay, so I had talked about doing, um, you know, running the dishwasher at night, emptying it every morning, first thing in the morning. And she said, well, what about when you don't? Because let's just be honest. There are going to be times when you don't. Right. Um, and I just told her, you know, she said, what about when, you know, my Monday doesn't look like my Tuesday. I think that is one of the struggles for stay at home moms who struggle with this kind of stuff anyway, is Um, you know, there are days where you have music class at 9am and you have to get going and, uh, you have to get going and moving in the morning or, you know, homeschool moms have co-op days or whatever days where it's just not mornings are different. You know, things are different. Tuesday looks different than Wednesday that looks different than Thursday. Um, so what about when you don't? And this is where, you know, when I wrote 28 days to hope for your home and I boiled it down to those four basic habits, um, my friend, um, had read it for me and she said, well, Hey, are you going to do some printable checklists? Because I know that's really popular, printable checklists. People love them. Um, it's just one of those things people can do as bloggers. And I said, you know, I really don't want to, because at first I was like, well, you know, like I had to think about why is it that I'm so resistant to printable checklists on this? And I realized that these are so boiled down these habits, which I'll share in just a minute. Um, These habits are so boiled down that I don't want to have to check a list to remember them. I mean, they need to be that basic that they're just ingrained, you know, and the point of 28 days is that you develop one habit a week until it starts to actually feel normal until it starts to be something that does occur to me as opposed to beforehand when certain things just, you know, I'd be overwhelmed, but it just never occurred to me to go do the dishes. Now it's like, okay, yeah, I know because for 28 days and 28 days hope for your home, that's been the first thing I had to do. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I have to do the dishes. So it's boiling it down, making it so basic. So my answer to this person was, which is my same answer to Jessica is however it works in your home on however that particular day looks great. Because when you have those awkward pauses, when you have those moments, when you get home from, you know, you work till 2 PM and you have 30 minutes at home before you have to go pick up kids at three or whatever, um, then that awkward pause when you go, oh, what do I do? you do the dishes, because that's the first thing. If you have time, you do the dishes. If you only have time to do one thing, that one thing needs to be the dishes. And so it's working it in no matter what your schedule looks like that particular day. And I think this is one thing that's helped me because over the six years of this dislobification process, things have changed. Things have varied. You know, I've gone Um, from having the routine of having a daughter at home and having, you know, dance on one day and Bible study on another day, and then, you know, to not having her home. And then a year where, which was really difficult, where I, um, was in leadership with this Bible study and went two days a week and, you know, and just, things change. They don't stay the same. Um, and, and that's always a huge adjustment. And that is something that for me personally, especially with my weekly cleaning tasks It's like when life changes, then all of a sudden I used to think, okay, well, this routine doesn't work anymore. But instead it's finding where that same routine fits into my new day. Okay. Figuring out these are the things that have to be done. So how am I going to make that work here? You know, for somebody who is too exhausted, to come home and do, you know, clean the bathrooms on a one day a week. I mean, my goodness, I wouldn't have done that when I was teaching full time, you know, and then directing plays after school and all that. Um, but those things still have to be done. So maybe it's every Saturday or maybe it's every other Saturday, or maybe it's hiring someone to do it for you. But, you know, having that, you know, whatever it is, you can do all those things in one day. Now that's hard with kids. It's really, really, really hard with kids. Maybe it's, you know, I mean, honestly, a lot of people who do hire someone to clean, they don't have them clean every week. They have them come in and do good thorough cleans. Usually it's twice a month or every other week. Um. So if you take that and you say, okay, well, first and third Saturdays, I'm going to, um, clean bathrooms and mop the kitchen. And then second and fourth Saturdays, I'm going to, um, dust and vacuum, which you mean you might want to do those more often, but Hey, whatever. Even if you just got it done, then that's great. It's better than nothing. Right. Um, I'm going to dust and vacuum and, um, I can't think what the other weekly cleaning task is It mopping bathrooms, dusting and vacuuming. Oh, and laundry. Yeah. You'd have to do laundry more than that. But anyway, um, you know, so thinking through, you know, just making it work for you because once you kind of have figured out these are the most basics, then, then you work those into your schedule and your unique thing. But as far as the daily stuff, which is so much more important than anything else in the world, that daily stuff, doing the dishes, that's where you find those awkward pauses and fit in number one, two, three, and four, whatever I can get to. Number one, just so you won't think that I'm not telling you. So you'll have to go buy my ebook, even though you should totally go buy my ebook, twenty eight days to hope for your home. Um, it's available on Kindle and through a PDF. Um, so the first one, the first week is doing the dishes every single day, no matter what. And remember the first day of doing the dishes, if you've been waiting a while is, um, a whole lot, more work than the second day. Okay. The key is in the second day. First day could take six hours, which is not fun. Um, but the second day, if it's truly, really, truly only 24 hours is going to take you so much less time. Usually for a family of five, and I know this is different, the bigger your family is, you might need two times a day to run your dishwasher. But for us, I run the dishwasher in the evening, um, before I go to bed and, uh, I empty it in the morning. And if I am doing that every single day, I usually have room to also put in things like my crock pot or, um, you know, my big, uh, spaghetti, stainless steel, spaghetti pot, whatever, you know, as long as it's dishwasher safe, I put things in that aren't dishwasher safe, but I can't tell you to do that. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, you know, I, I'm able to do that and that will keep my kitchen under control. But for you, maybe it's different. Maybe it's just you, or maybe it's just you and your husband or you and one child, and you only need to do every other night to run your dishwasher. As long as that works, great. Okay. Um, But if you personally, you know, have that odd schedule, find those awkward pauses and just start, you know, plugging in in order of priority, these different daily tasks. The number two daily tasks, once the dishes are done is to sweep the kitchen. It's not about the crumbs on the floor. It's about helping you to see what things you would not see otherwise. For me personally, I have slob vision and I don't see things on the floor. When I sweep the kitchen, that's when I see things and I go, oh my goodness, I need to pick this up or I need to move this, whatever. Um, The third thing is a five minute, no, I'm sorry. It's checking the bathrooms for clutter. It's not cleaning the bathrooms. It's just making sure that the laundry is in the laundry basket and the, um, the, uh, you know, counters are cleared, whatever. I mean, if, if you want to wipe it down great, but that's not part of the thing. I mean, it's just the, putting everything where it goes. And it's amazing every single day, there's always something on the floor. But the more I do it every single day, the more it actually um, makes a huge impact. And it makes it so much quicker the next day. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused, Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. The fourth one, this is the fourth week of 28 days to hope for your home is, uh, the five minute pickup finding, you know, five minutes. I'm not talking about 15. I'm not talking about half an hour. I'm talking about five minutes. And if you can train your kids to do those five minutes, then all of a sudden it's you and your one child or your two child, you know, two people, five minutes makes 10 minutes. Four people, five minutes makes 20 minutes of actual work. Now it's not that way in the beginning because you have to teach them and it's really frustrating, but anyway. Um, okay. So that is basically how it works. I would love to hear, and I, I love getting emails from people who have, you know, who have said, Hey, this is how I make this work in my, you know, homeschool life. We run the dishwasher, you know at night and then we run it again after lunch and then we empty it before dinner i mean you know if they have lots of kids um and they use more dishes however however it works for you i know a lot of people will um assign you know a laundry day to um like okay i do kids laundry on monday and i do adult laundry on tuesday just kind of having those things set up kind of like i talked about in the survival mode podcast a couple podcasts ago about just how things were crazy, but just the fact that Monday happens and I know Monday is laundry day means laundry happens. Um, you know, we don't get crazy behind. Um, okay. So I have been yakking excessively the last several podcasts and now I'm almost done and it's only been 20 minutes. So, but Hey, I got a podcast up and I wasn't sure that was actually going to happen with, um, my current crazy brain finishing up this book. So anyway, um, thank you so much for joining me. And I would love to hear in the comments over at podcast number 75, which you get to by going to com slash podcasts with an S scroll down to the bottom to number 75. And, um, just tell us how it is that you work these things in. The main things I would say to remember is prioritize what things have to be done. Dishes first, sweep the kitchen, check the bathrooms for clutter, five minute pickup. Um, and then look for awkward pauses in your day because no, not everyone can empty the dishwasher before they leave for work. Because guess what? If your kids are asleep, all mamas know if my kids are sleeping, I'm not going to bang around the dishwasher. My mama doesn't know that she does it anyway. Anyway, but most mamas know if my kids are sleeping, I am not going to be noisy. I'm not going to, you know, shove cookie sheets into the container and they all bang around and make this horrible noise. Um, you know, that's, that's just reality, but you know, where can you fit it in when you feel the awkward pause? Then you can start going down the priority list okay thanks for joining me and don't forget again that you can be a patron of the show at patreon.com slash clean Thanks for joining me and I will talk to you next week I hope bye